the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Happy Texas Independence Day. And today is the day. Today is the day that Texas declared its independence from Mexico. All right. And 1836. So we'll be celebrating with some Texas music and... Uh, uh, we'll celebrate by uh, also uh, talking with Texas companies, and we'll learn how to prune Texas trees. There you go. So next Saturday from 1030 to noon, we get questions on pruning all the time. So this is a good seminar to attend. It's going to be absolutely free, and it's on pruning, how to prune trees. Uh, with us here today is Mike Presta. Did I get that right? Yes, sir. All right, Mike Presta, who is with the Davy Trees Experts Company, or Davy Tree Expert Company, Davy Trees. Uh, and uh, he's going to be conducting it. Now, he's a little nervous about being on the air, so, you know, we're going to try to, you know, make this easy. Doesn't that, the fact that we're here and being so supportive uh, yeah. make, make him relax? Yeah. Well, you were yelling at him earlier. Yeah. Don't do it good or else. <laughs> you know, Calvin, I don't know. That was kind of mean. So, Mike, you excited? Yes, sir. Happy to be here. Yeah. And uh, this is going to be a good seminar because... Uh, we get that question a lot on how to prune trees and the right way. And so what are kind of some of the stuff you'll be discussing next Saturday at beginning at 1030? So to start next Saturday, uh, kind of why do we prune trees, uh, what we're looking for, um, different growth forms in trees, uh, proper training of trees, and when to start pruning your tree. Uh, pruning for the health of the tree and pruning for safety, uh, that sort of thing, and then some ornamental pruning and, and shrub pruning. Yeah, and and uh, and Davies, uh, one of the oldest in America. Yes, sir. Uh, we were founded in 1880. Wow, you weren't there, I take it. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he, he 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 was doing that. They were doing that before we started the program. Well, remember, they had that. Well, we started in the 1890s. Yeah, right. With our show, <laughs> and so uh, yeah, no, this is a good one. And and as you run and help people in San Antonio, you do you find too? Like we get a lot of questions about pruning. Do you get a lot of questions that people either have concepts about pruning that maybe aren't exactly right, or they just don't know how to do it? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, sometimes you'll you'll see stuff that uh, has been done improperly, and it's just misteaching. Uh, a lot of things have changed since the 1980s, 
and uh, that's not always reflected in our landscape in these days. Yeah, so what are some of the common mistakes that, that people make? Uh, the biggest one that I see, and probably the worst one, is tree topping. Mm. Um, and that causes some serious issues with re-sprouting and poor structure. And kills, that's, kills some trees. Yes, yeah. sir. Cons have a... Yeah. Oh, really? So oh, yeah. people are topping more than crepe myrtles? I know the crepe myrtles, they, they top a lot. The uh, Arizona ash is one that I see that gets topped quite a bit, and pecans as well. Okay. Yeah, that poor Arizona ash, if they got a regular <laughs> pruning, they do, they live a long time and look mm-hmm. pretty good. But uh, but who wants to do a regular pruning? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what about, uh, now, Davy Trees is one of the uh, companies in San Antonio area that is uh, prominent in cooperating with uh, Texas A&M Forest Service on Oak Wilt. Mm-hmm. Will you yes, mention sir. that oak wilt too a little bit? Uh, so with with oak wilt, um, there's a few things that I'm going to go into next weekend. Um, Chuck, my manager, will be there as well, uh, and he is an oak, oak wilt certified cool arborist. Uh, the big thing for me is having uh, proper, you know, cuts, uh, painting, and sanitizing your tree or your cutting tools between trees. Um, not leaving oak brush out on the curb because that's going to attract the beetles uh, that, that spread the fungus. Um, I never thought about that. Firewood, the kind of the yeah. same concept of firewood. Yeah. Red yeah. oak. Yeah, so your, your fresh uh, cut wood is going to admit the sap. The smell is going to attract the beetles, and that could attract them to your trees. Yeah, yeah do y'all prune crepe myrtles? Uh, yes, sir. Do you really? How do you like, do it? Uh, I recommend doing some, if you want to bring your height down, yeah. subordinate pruning, where you're reducing your dominant leader down to a co-dominant leader. Oh, okay. Thinning cuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Now, we, I got a couple of neighbors that they uh, love the stub, stub cutting. Now, crepe myrtles, of course, you can stub cut them, and they, they never seem to... Yeah. It's not like pecans. They don't die, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, they they will come back and they'll recover from that. But uh, pollarding them, in my opinion, is just you know stressing them out year to year, and it's really not very good for them. It's going to invite uh, insect pests like scale and aphids and that sort of thing as well. And I'm guessing there are, there are times when the homeowner can do their own pruning, and there are times when probably they should not do their own pruning. Mm-hmm, yes, sir. Uh, and we'll go over that n- next weekend. Uh, we'll talk about proper cuts, uh, where to make your cuts, what to look for, what what needs to be taken out, what's a defect, and that sort of thing. Um, well, Mike, uh, feel free to say that if if you're as old as Jerry Parsons, <laughs> yeah, don't, you, don't you be climbing up those trees. I, I was just going to say, if you have to climb a ladder to prune, uh-huh. don't do it. Yes, Get sir. Get somebody else. Um, yeah, Jerry is very fond of hearing some of our listeners whose voices may betray their age and you know i got this oak it's 27 feet tall and i'm gonna i'm gonna get in it and just take that limb out okay jerry get don't you go in that tree <laughs> yeah a hospital bills are more convincing yeah. than the hiring navy yeah. <laughs> yes sir that's one of the highest insurance rate occupations oh is it really yeah mm-hmm. But it's amazing to see uh, your your guys working on a tree and stuff. They 
butts. They can climb up at that tree. I and know. And just charge your head. It's, uh, I think one of the issues is you got you got to keep reminding staff, really good staff, concentrate. Don't think about ahead too far mm-hmm. ahead because there's so many things. Yes, happen. sir. Um, we, we really emphasize training our, uh, especially our field crew. Um, and safety is 100% our goal. Uh, we want to make sure everyone gets home safe to their family. Uh, and it is a dangerous job, so I would recommend if if you've got a large tree, um, you know, it might might be time to call an arborist to take a look at it. Oh, yeah, it is. All right, cool. Mike, what else? Um, I guess uh, what is it that, that you're hoping that people will take away and from this? And, and who needs to come? Uh, anyone with a tree or anyone okay. that's uh, <laughs> interested in, in trees, uh, it'll be a fun cl- class. Uh, and we'll go over a lot. Um, but, yeah, if you want to do some uh, of your own work, some you know, do-it-yourself stuff on smaller trees or uh, ornamentals, that sort of thing, then it'll definitely be good for you to, to learn some stuff with us. Okay. Very cool. All right. Well, it's going to be a, a good seminar. It's uh, next Saturday. From 10.30 to noon, it's absolutely free. Uh, Mike will be one of the folks with Davies presenting this and uh, with Davy Tree Service presenting this. So, uh, And if folks want to learn more about Davy, what do they do? Uh, you can go online to, to Davy.com. Um, and then you can always, always Google us, uh, find us uh, locally in pretty much every major city in the U.S., um, and that's about it. Yeah, and then it's Davey.com, but it's spelled D-A-V-E-Y. Uh, not like Davy Crockett. But, oh, okay. But <laughs> like Davy Tree. There you go. Uh, yes, this is going to be good. Well, we look forward to it. And uh, maybe give us a call tomorrow. We'll remind our Sunday listeners about it, too. It's going to be real good. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com. Thanks, Mike. Mike mm-hmm. Presta, who will be part of this next Saturday. Thanks a bunch, man. Great Thank job. you, guys. You did great. You did How good. was it? Was it as good. bad as you thought? <laughs> no, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. All right, Thank 210-308-8867. Oh, so I'll ask Mike one more question. All right, yeah, now I was, I was free. Why did you ask me? So with the weather about to change, is uh, with what you know about trees and stuff, is it going to have a, a big impact on? So all of a sudden it's been nice and warm and toasty, and we're going to have Some two nights. Some things are budding out. Yeah. What, what what would people expect to see? Uh, so f- freeze is going to be an issue with with some things that are blooming. Um, I'd recommend if you have like a small lemon tree or citrus that you can cover with a, a blanket. And then if it's going to be raining, you want to wrap that in plastic to keep uh, water out. But that's going to help keep, keep the freeze off of it. Uh, okay. Yeah, the things that are blooming now, will they... S- Stop like the red buds. Will they stop blooming? Uh, potentially, you could see that. I've okay. seen quite a bit of oh, mountain laurels, that sort of thing, going right now. Yeah, so, yeah, we could see some issues with that. Okay, that'll be interesting. Because we were all, you weren't here, Calvin, but yeah, last week we were all happy and. Oh gosh, Mark yeah. was like, "Oh, February! I can't believe it's night. This is—it's like over." <laughs> nah. and sneaking in two nights of below freezing. Yep, it's back. <laughs> oh, the peach trees too are starting oh, oh, to yeah. bloom. That peach yeah. thing is serious. Oh dear! Thanks. Up in the hill, thank you, Mike. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Give us a yell. Thank you. Have a good day. You thank too. You Take care. Bye. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three. 
308-8867. Yeah, the weather is the news. Uh, and go to MillburgerNursery.com for more information on uh, Mike's thing, uh, presentation on pruning trees next Saturday. MillburgerNursery.com. And uh, just come on out. It's absolutely free. Rain or shine. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a nice day. Yeah. Uh, but even if uh, even if we need to move it inside, we will. And uh, it's not a problem. So, yeah, today's... Uh, let's see what the weather forecast is. Tonight, 30% chance of showers. A low this evening... Looks like 53, but tomorrow the high is 61 and the low is 30 mm-hmm. for Sunday night. It's going to be clear, clear and cold. Mm. Monday, partly sunny, and uh, Monday night, cold. Uh, high of 40, and uh, Monday night, 30 degrees. You need to... Uh, and then it went 33 on Tuesday night. You need to, all those folks that potted up their tomatoes. Oh, yeah. They need to go in. Yeah, in the house and uh, folks like I, I gave a presentation today on, on and uh, Milberger's provided a uh, rodeo tomato. Oh, uh, good! So we spent a lot of time on uh, potting, potting up, up yeah. <laughs> and uh, every you know I know that some folks in the audience had already pl- planted tomatoes oh, in their gardens, yeah. and we'll see the well if it gets. Below thirty-two, you'll we'll see damage, but if even below forty, hmm. you'll see that uh, stop growth that uh, and Jerry wind, and I talked wind about. Wind damage too. Uh, they say it's going to be windy. Out oh, there. do they? Okay. Yeah, I was looking for that. Let's see. Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's see. Um, <laughs> so Sunday night with gusts as high as twenty-five miles per hour. There you go. Same on Monday during the day. Uh, northeast wind Monday night and. Uh, Tuesday throughout the day, ten to fifteen miles per hour. I don't yeah, know. That's enough to damage. Oh, is a, it really? A tender tomato. Oh, oh, poor little tomatoes. So you need to, if you don't have the the grow web or the, um, the covering cloth, uh, Millburgers got a good supply. Yeah, and uh, they can even cut it to the length that you need it. Oh, okay. To wrap the cages. And you can save it. It's not like you're buying oh, it for yeah. just one time. So, you know, even though you're getting it for something that's just going to be brief, you're going to use it next year, too. And you can be assured this will be the last freeze. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Apparently, in San Antonio, you can never be assured that this will be the last Well, actually, freeze. I think the, the average last freeze date is the 12th or the 13th. Of March? Of March. Yeah. Right. I remember that somebody saying year, yeah. the 15th. But it was well, it's been so pleasant. A couple of, was it last year or a couple of years ago that we had the... April and uh, yeah, right at the March April, mm. yeah, end of the month. That'll take the wind out of your sails. Oh, no. gosh. yeah, it's devastating. So if you've got questions about that, you call us at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So I had an idea. Oh no! I know, I know the jury's reaction, and oh, I can't quite no. make it work. But we'll uh, what's we'll, new? We'll take huh? part of the idea. <laughs> which is, it's Texas Independence Day, so we should kind of feature uh, a little bit of the show on Texas Superstars. Because it's Texas, we're for thinking about Texas. You mean Texas. like Jim Bowie and David Crockett? And yeah, exactly, those uh, superstars. Uh, Sam Houston, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that, but we'll also talk a little bit about, um, I don't know, we can talk about Lou Plumbago or some yeah, of the well, other we, Texas Superstars. What's, so we what's came going? in the back, but as I drove by the, the front parking lot, They've got a really good selection of cannas. 
Yeah, so did you come in the front? Yeah, I just saw the the blue, the colors. Oh yeah, yellow and uh, the regular kind of red. Those geraniums are. Oh yeah. Are those Texas superstars? Uh, the I no. don't remember if the. Oh okay. What's that variety that we like that uh, tolerates the heat? Uh, um, starts with an F, doesn't it? Yes, no, yes. The Whopper Begonias. Are. Whopper yeah. Begonias are Texas Fanta- superstars. Fantastic. Fant- Fantasia. Fantasia. Yeah. The, uh, some of my Whoppers are uh, that froze back during that November 14th freeze. Uh, coming uh, back? Coming back. Coming yeah. back? Good. So you can call the show and also vote for your favorite Texas superstar. <laughs> Texas Gold Columbine, maybe. That's a wonderful idea. John Fanick Flox. No, it's not going to work. Nobody's going to call we us. Don't have, we don't have Texas Columbine. Gold Columbine. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Are we ever going to have... Calvin let his die. We, so we don't have oh. the seed. How about Tycoon Tomato? We can talk about that. Yeah, we got plenty of Tycoon and uh, Valley Cat. Oh, these are so. Some of these are I didn't know these. The specialty plants. Let's see, uh, dwarf cherry surprise is a Texas superstar. All right. Okay. Yeah, you didn't know that. Well, nine sixty eight. Nine sixty eight. Yeah, I'm so glad it has the surprise part in it still. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Uh, Green magic broccoli. Yeah, and we've got. I don't know if we still got broccoli or not. They're getting late for broccoli. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I was looking at uh, the old extension Oh, we'll have to ask Trace about uh, this Texas superstar. We're supposed to have some in. Grandma's Yellow? Yeah. They haven't sold them all out. They've got a, got a few Grandma's Yellow in. All right. Cool. So we'll just... He, he was telling me that only one nursery is uh, propagating them now. Yeah. And so uh, when these are... Good, I think he ordered all they had, <laughs> but uh, he's had those in for a couple of weeks. And uh, if you want a good yellow rose, uh, Grandma's yellow is hard to beat. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So we'll talk a little bit more about them. I'll I'll egg these guys on a little bit and uh, see if they'll talk a little <laughs> bit about more of the. Uh, Texas Superstars on uh, Texas Independence Day. We're going to take a break, though. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, 866-308-8867. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. You know, probably every weekend we get a question on how do I prune, you fill in the blank here, tree. Well, if you prune trees correctly, they not only look great, but it's healthy. And if you prune them incorrectly, you greatly reduce that landscape potential, the reason you bought the tree. But you know what? When you've got the right information... You can do the right thing. Well, on March 9th from 1030 to noon, Millburgers is presenting a free seminar called 
How to Prune Trees. It's presented by the folks at Davies Trees, and you're going to learn how to prune properly. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn all the information about this upcoming seminar. That's millburgernursery.com, and you'll learn about it. No RSVP needed. The cost is free, so just come on out and enjoy it. When you go to millburgernursery.com, too, you'll learn about all the great items that are on sale. There's some terrific items on sale this week, all your favorites. So come on out to Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road or check them out at millburgernursery.com. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. Including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-def color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. Or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R LawFirm.com. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas, the prairie sky is wide and high. Deep in the heart of Texas, the sage in bloom is like perfume. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Who is that? I think that's Bob Wick. Is that Bob Wick? I think so. I don't think I put what it was. <laughs> okay. Now I was trying to think. He's an appropriate one to be singing that. Yeah. The, I'm trying to think if I... There was also some Adolf Hoffner in the, oh, the music, okay. so I'm trying to remember if that's it, but I, I think that's Bob. Okay. Did he go, ha? I didn't hear. No, I didn't hear. Okay. <laughs> All right. So is the, uh, uh, speaking of Texas superstars, it's Texas Independence Day. That's why we're going to be playing the music throughout the, the show. The um, Is our Sinisa a Texas superstar? Is yeah. It, which one? Uh, uh, La, uh, uh, the Larry's uh, legacy? legacy. Cool. All right. But uh, that's one hard to find. I don't know if they got it. You still got some. 
It's it's right around there, or it's this one in the back. All right. <laughs> oh, but it's not pointing no, no, just you'll you'll be okay. We get those tough questions there. <laughs> <laughs> he said the bathroom arrow is pointing up. Yeah, it means yeah, it's straight. I don't think it literally he, he means. He thought it on the roof. <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero. 308, no, 8867. Toll free, it's 866 308 I've got some tips on uh, what to do before the freeze. Okay. Uh, Zip up your coat. <laughs> yeah, get inside. And... Uh, it's, it's going to be above freezing for a day or so, mm-hmm. day and tomorrow. Uh, before the cold, coldest air blows in. So if you have dry plants, Calvin, get them watered while you can. Oh, okay. Yeah, and of course that that uh, doesn't mean that uh, a few drops of water at the last minute is going to keep things from yeah, freezing. Yeah, right. It's consistently well-watered plants. Have much more cold tolerance than oh yeah than plants that are allowed to stress dry out and stress. Yeah. Uh, disconnect all hoses and drain them. Gracious for a thirty degree forecast. Yeah, take, take sprinklers back into the garage if they got water in it. Oh okay. If they freeze, uh, put your sprinkler system back into the off position. Uh, I, gr- I don't think I grounded. Uh, what, what are they saying our low is going to be? 30? 30. I saw 28 uh, for Monday night or Tuesday yeah. night. Where did uh, you see the 28? Uh, on um, weather.com. Okay, I guess, yeah, I've mostly seen 30s. Yeah, I, and on the weather.gov. Uh, it says 30. Good. On weather.net, it says 31. So that means our ground <laughs> is not going to freeze. It's been too warm too long. To, the ground has warmed up. Um, so are you going to cover your uh, cyclamen? Oh. Uh, no, I don't think I will. Uh, Uh-oh. That's <laughs> right, and I, I, I'll, I'll think about that some more because the cyclamen have performed so well. Yeah, they look so great. This, this, they this, like this cool. Oh, weather. this winter has been perfect for them. What I'm most worried about is those uh, remnants of the limes and the lemons oh, that yeah. are blooming up a storm. Yeah, I, I was talking to Dr. Larry Stein, our fruit nut specialist and vegetable specialist, uh, and he was. He lives out at Rio Medina, and he says his uh, his grapefruit and some of the, some of those uh, citrus are pushing pushing new growth. Oh. And he he was saying that if he doesn't cover them out in Rio Medina, they're gonna freeze. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, now that that won't kill them, but it means you you probably won't get fruit this year. Absolutely, absolutely. Now the my grapefruit, is, I find this real different because my grapefruit looked like it got through the freeze pretty well, but the uh, leaf leaves are dropping off. You know, uh-huh. it's uh, it's what we talked about with citrus. It's really unpredictable. That first 
look after a freeze is not always real revealing. Oh, yeah. You have to wait till the symptoms yeah, the, show themselves. The lemons uh, lost most of the leaves, but they're they're just filling up with uh, leaves and uh, blooms and new growth. Yeah, and that that'll freeze back. Yeah, and peach. I'm kind of thinking the Florida King peaches. Uh, yeah, is your, I was going to ask you, is your Florida King in full bloom? It's actually past full bloom. It's oh, dropped Lord. its petals. I think I'm going to leave it and uh, hope, hopefully get, because uh, it's it's kind of uphill, and uh, may I'll probably lose some fruit, but oh, yeah. uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's really thick this year, so that may not be bad at all. The, the ones I'm more worried about are June Gold is starting to bloom, and I think Techstar is starting mm-hmm. to bloom, too. Uh, we may, this year... See, uh, see some uh, symptoms of the freeze uh, that I haven't I haven't seen in uh, in years, twenty years, where the 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 fruit actually sets, but the the inside is dead, is frozen, hmm. and so. I th- I, th- I think your your major professor used to say, Doctor Lyons, used to say that uh, uh, the uh, they they fall off the fruit, small fruit fall off. They they have small fruit, and then when they start that push to to size up, uh, they fall off, and yeah. so people flip out because they've forgotten about the freeze. Yeah. And the the little fruit falls off. I'm a little suspicious of the loquat too. Oh, because yeah. you and I were uh, we poo pooed a guy that called <laughs> and said, "Well, the fruit they, they made it through that freeze," and I said, "Nah, it'll fall off later." But uh, I was looking at mine, and right now the uh, it's about half as much fruit as normal, but it. That would that'd make a larger fruit. Yeah, it looks like it's in good shape, but I'm a little nervous that it may be that same kind of yeah. uh, deceptive situation. They look a little uh, hard for some reason, you know. That yeah. They haven't, uh, they shouldn't be hardening off until they get, they get a little more size. Yeah. Um, it'll, be, it'll be an interesting spring. Well, uh, if, if you have fruit after the freeze... After it gets about the size of a a marble, I guess, a little bit bigger, of a large marble, uh, you can tell if you've had freeze damage by taking the fruit and cutting it open. Cut, you know, did a random fruit, cutting it open, and the the seed inside will be brown, will be a. Uh, Black, brown to black uh, after you cut it open. And uh, if that happens, that fruit's going to fall off eventually. I smile because I <clears throat> I had a, uh, this back when I had my peach orchard, I had a professor from A&M. I was at the bank negotiating a new loan for my oh. <laughs> fruit. And this professor had newspaper people out there without my permission. Yeah. He was doing that cutting, too. Uh. 
<laughs> and so there I am saying, those, the fruit really looks good. Uh. There he is. <laughs> Yeah, giving an interview saying, you see all this fruit has got that black seed in there. Yeah, that's going to be uh, fun. Uh, uh, Dr. Finch, we'd like to uh, discuss that alone with I you again. Yeah, I wasn't a doctor back then. Oh, okay. But uh, he Farmer was. Finch. Uh, frost cloth, another thing to do, what to do. Lightweight uh, uh, material that, uh, like I said, they sell here at and Melburgers, we we initially named it uh, uh, Grow Web, but uh, I think they call theirs uh, Insulate. There it's one uh, of them. Insulate. Well, no. you can use Insulate, but it's it's thicker than the the Grow Web types. So, uh, and uh, you can get you can gain six, six to eight degrees. Ah. It's pretty high. That's what that's. What, I think five to six is is a better bet. Plus, it shelters your plants from the harsh north winds. That's that's very important. So, if you've gone ahead and um, planted in the garden, and uh, and you cover with cover with this cloth, but if it's going to get below thirty. You would need to put an external heat source in there, like a mechanics heat. light. Yeah, mechanics yeah. light. That's or good. a poultry light. Uh-huh. Works cool. And be careful. Careful. It's rare on the mechanics light. They're so easy to use and everything, and they make perfect heat for underneath the the shelters we're talking about. But it's hard to find an old fashioned. Bulb now with it. That, that, oh, uh, that right? instead of that, you know, that's not a, not at all useful if you've got one of those efficient. <laughs> what are those bulbs, Milton? Yeah, well, you have the pigtails, or you've got the halogen, and the, yeah, yeah, and they, the LED. I don't think they give off any heat. Yeah, the yeah. LED. They really look nice, but they're no, yeah, there's no heat coming off them. So if you just want to watch them freeze, yeah. use one of those bulbs. <laughs> you can see them clearly. Yeah, you can do. You <laughs> take your little phone and do a video there. I guess. <laughs> Do not use plastic to cover plants. Unless it, it heats up too rapidly when the sun hits it, and severe damage will be done. Yeah, Mike mentioned the plastic. The you would use the plastic over some cloth, but then that also, the sun came out. You you're better off op- opening it up somehow. Yeah, that tent just makes it makes a, a good windbreak. But it does require that you're, uh, you uh, work yeah. on it pretty quickly in the, as soon as the sun comes out. I'm, I'm believing that uh, tomatoes, especially in the ground, can actually freeze. But if they're covered with this uh, uh, material, frost material, they're slow thaw when the sun comes out. That's a problem with taking plastic off when the plants are still frozen, because you damage the plant. And no, don't 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 think that you can <laughs> don't think that you can spray them with water or put a sprinkler on them at night to ice them. That has to be done. Uh, well, it has to, yeah. You that do, has to be done. You do it on before the freeze starts, and it has to. Kind of run through until the freeze is over. Absolutely. 
because we're talking about that those degrees of the heat that are released during that freezing process that's what yeah. keeps the temperature at 32 or above trees that are already in bud and bloom and that are exposed to sub-freezing temperatures for several hours will probably not bear fruit this year so uh if you you know if if it gets colder than we expect but uh, it, this is this is marginal this is what they're predicting is marginal uh, to do, do that that much damage um if you have annual or perennial beds or shrubs planting that are plantings that are in flower, you can probably cover those with that grow up uh, cloth. Unless it's a big, uh, the viburnum. What's that? That that big viburnum. Santangua uh, or no, no. The one uh, Paul Cox gave me some of the. Uh, some they they selected. Oh gosh, Jerry. Yeah. Remember, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. That's the, the the great big one they've got. Them, we've got them here at Millburgers. They're in huge sizes, though. But it is blooming up a storm. But the thing is 12 feet tall, so it's, <laughs> I can't imagine can't imagine that it that I'll uh, cover it. And it is it's it's up top top of a hill, and kind of in a in the midst of a number of other small trees and shade trees so I'm expecting it would escape any kind of freezing temperature. Yeah. And uh, as far as uh, citrus is concerned, if you've got the uh, orange frost or arctic frost, uh, you don't have to worry about it with this this light freeze. Uh, they should take it, especially the arctic frost. And uh, so don't don't now like Kevin was talking about the the lemons and the limes you might want to get a little especially since they've got that new growth uh, initiating uh, you might want to try to cover some of those all right, let's take a break while we do. You give us a call at 210 I've talked all the way to another break. You did great. 8867-210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. It's everything between the Sabine and the Rio Grande. It's a Yano Estacado. It's a Brazos and the Colorado. It's the spirit of the people who share this land. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. You know, probably every weekend we get a question on how do I prune, you fill in the blank here, tree. Well, if you prune trees correctly, they not only look great, but it's healthy. And if you prune them incorrectly, you greatly reduce that landscape potential, the reason you bought the tree. But you know what? When you've got the right information... You can do the right thing. Well, on March 9th from 1030 to noon, Millburgers is presenting a free seminar called 
How to Prune Trees. It's presented by the folks at Davies Trees, and you're going to learn how to prune properly. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn all the information about this upcoming seminar. That's millburgernursery.com, and you'll learn about it. No RSVP needed. The cost is free, so just come on out and enjoy it. When you go to millburgernursery.com, too, you'll learn about all the great items that are on sale. There's some terrific items on sale this week, all your favorites. So come on out to Millburgers at 69. 04 on Boulevardy Road or check them out at millburgernursery.com. The largest multifamily bus tour in the country is coming to Houston Friday, April 26th. Join Del Walmsley, national radio host, CEO, and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, and his top team of investors, realtors, and expert educators. Ride your way to triple digit returns. Go to multifamilymasterstour.com. Gain one on one access to industry experts, realtors, lenders, property and asset managers, apartment owners, national real estate syndicators, and trade professionals. Get the only bus ticket worth millions at multifamilymasterstour.com. And as a bonus, Masters Tour tickets include tickets to the Wealth and Passive Income Expo Saturday, April 27th. Have you tried digital marketing but don't know if it's getting you customers? Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is working and which is a waste of your dollars? Contact us at Salem Surround, digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundsanantonio.com. SurroundSanAntonio.com, connecting you with new customers. Are you looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio? Then I recommend you go see the professionals at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Owned and operated by proud American veterans, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange is dedicated to professionalism and your privacy. They order their coins and bullion direct from the trading floor, so you know you're getting the most up-to-date pricing possible when you buy. And when it's time to sell your gold or silver items, they pay top dollar. They also accept and sell Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. Call or text the owners, Tony Arterburn and his wife, Melissa, today. Call 888-667-1836 or just go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com from bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Hello, my name is Mark Colon. I'm inviting you to come down to CarFest, carfestsa.org. It's going to be at the Freeman Expo Hall, April 5th through the 7th. We're looking forward to having everybody out there. Come see us and win a car. We're giving a car away every two hours on Saturday and Sunday. Come see us Friday night for our soft opening for Friday Night Lights. We'd love to have you out there, April 5th through the 7th. Please come see us. Look it up, carfestsa.org. Come on down. You ask me what I like about Texas. I tell you it's so wide open spaces It's everything between the Sabine and the Rio Grande It's a Yano Estacado It's a Brazos and the Colorado It's the spirit of the people who share this land 
And it's another burrito It's a cold lone star in my hand It's a quarter for the jukebox boys Play the sons of the mother of and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, that's Gary P. Nunn playing Texas music on Texas Independence Day. Uh, Al's got a bunch of stuff back there at the station. Good. So, yeah, we're having some fun. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. In just a few moments, we hope to talk to Warren Remy of Spider-Man Pest Control, find out what's going on in the world of pests. But uh, <laughs> Spider-Man called and said, I can't talk just right now. i got my hands full, which makes me wonder what he's... Uh, Oh, maybe a raccoon. Maybe. Oh, I thought maybe you had called him over to get rid of the roaches at the house, and there were just too many. My roaches disappeared. <laughs> I don't know what happened to them. I, I don't know. Well, you it's lonely, right? You yeah. Didn't, you didn't call Spider Man, did you? No. Okay. Well, if you want to get rid of roaches or rats or mice or ants or termites, Spider-Man, Warren Remy, who we'll talk to as soon as we can, uh, and, term- <laughs> and Spider-Man Pest Control uh, are you the, is the way to go. The number is 210-656-3721. These guys have been doing it since 1976, and uh, oftentimes Spider-Man is the last pest control people call because they get it done. When other pest control companies don't, Spider-Man and uh, Warren Remy are able to get the job done. In fact, they're the experts at some of the places here in town go to. Uh, Spider-Man, Warren Remy, is on a number of different boards. He's well-educated all this. He knows his stuff. And uh, just ask around. He helps restaurants out. People that whose livelihoods depend on good pest control call Spider-Man Pest Control so you know he'll be able to help you in your home or business. Spider-Man Pest Control, 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721 or go spidermanpest.com. So yeah, I'm, the nice thing about Spider-Man is that uh, especially large pests like raccoons. I have some raccoons in the attic. Oh yeah, and uh, they get them out, and then they uh, they seal up the entrances. Yeah, they're where they're coming in. They look, yeah, where they're coming in. They really kind of look for solutions, and it's whether it's raccoons or roaches. From raccoons to roaches, <laughs> they uh, they look for solutions to, to solve the problem permanently or as much, best they can. Yeah. So, yep, give them a call. We'll talk to them in a little while. Uh, okay, I have a question. Uh, good. So, remember the I didn't you weren't here last week. You missed it. The advice you gave me on uh, the strawberries. I was telling Jerry. So I now have three blooms, and that was last week. And everything's looking good, so I gave it more sun and some uh, water-soluble fertilizer. Is it in containers? Yeah, it's in a container. Okay, take it in. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, those strawberries, uh, the plant won't freeze. Oh, but the strawberry will? The strawberry will. Okay, that's what I was wondering, because it got a little baby strawberry on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And if it freezes, the, the, the center of the little berry will turn black. Oh. Stay green. Okay. So you just need to take it in. Okay, good. I'll take it in because, yeah. And is it, is, I mean, is it something you can take in? Mine are in those half whiskey barrels. <laughs> it's, it's not quite a half whiskey barrel, but it's going to take, yeah. It's uh, it's one of those things where you evaluate your age and the heft of the uh, the container and go, huh. Well, get you, get you a blanket or... Uh, 
something like that. That'll probably take yeah, care that's of the strawberry. Okay. It's, it's like the doesn't take much. It's just it's like our uh, what are, what are, what are we uh, the ones in that we use in the shade that we were talking about covering cyclamen. Yeah, it's kind of like cyclamen. Doesn't take much co- cover or protection. Yeah, right. Uh, just a uh, just uh, something on okay. top. Boy, the, the those strawberries have been good. They're uh, tasty. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's a little di- different. Uh, neither of those two two perennials that they sold here at Millburgers seemed inclined to send runners out. Mm-hmm. They're, they're oh, mostly wow. concentrated on a big plant and lots of brooms and fruit. Yeah. So. I think that was the deal. Hey, uh, we have a question. Did yeah, did, can we ask it on the, What's that? Sure, if you like. I guess. Oh, someone take a picture. So, all right, 210-308. Did you have a question? Did you, did you want to ask it on the air? Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Oh. <laughs> Wait till tomorrow. Yeah, it gets, we're gonna. <laughs> we have weird weather, so. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for coming by. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight. James is on the line. Eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, just great. I just put another log on the fire, man. I'm just. Oh, you're a smart man. Well, we're not. We're not cold yet. I was wondering What's about that? you guys out there on the porch. Uh, yeah, you? well, it, it hadn't happened, yes. No. I wish I'd brought a jacket, but uh, it's not too bad yet. Milton's got his coat on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, an indication so, of... Uh, that's a strange... He hasn't got it on shorts, has he? No. No. I'm wondering about tomorrow and what the hour to hour is going to look like, because the high is 61, but that could be at 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. That's, and then... It's supposed to get considerably cooler... As the day goes on. Okay. Well, what's going on, James? How can we help you? Yeah, well, you guys are running around uh, trying to figure out uh, the cold weather. I just wanted to remind you that uh, the 6th of March is the uh, new moon, and uh, out here at the farm we're going to be starting zinnias and squash and cantaloupes and sunflowers and more lettuce and cucumbers. And that's when? The 6th. March the sixth. March sixth. Yeah, okay. That's your new moon, and those are all short germination crops. Uh, is what we're going to be Soil. doing. It's supposed to. It's supposed to warm up toward the end of the week. Yeah. Well, all that stuff's going. You know, it goes. Some of the. Some of it goes on a heat mat, and some of it goes in the greenhouse. So. Oh. Okay. You know, we get an early start on some of that stuff, but uh, cucumber squash. Uh, sugar queen cantaloupe—that's a good one. Uh, the yeah. Lettuce, you don't need a heat mat on that. Sunflowers, it'll be all right. And the zinnias. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank that's, you. That's 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 a report that's your, from the farm. From the moon. Yeah. From uh, the moon. In front of the fire. Yeah. From in front of the fire. Come out on the porch. Well, <laughs> Thanks, you know, James. It could be 85 one day and 35 the next around these parts, man. Oh, That's the yeah. truth. That Tell us about truth. it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, James. You take care. Yeah, sure. Can we ask it on the air? Here you go. We'll give you the mic. You'll be on the air. These guys will be able to hear you. What's going on? Dwarf bottle brush, and I was wondering if I should go ahead and put those in the ground now. Or what are they? Wait a few days. Bottle brush. 
Dwarf Bottle Brush. Oh. And uh, I'd wait till after the freeze. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you very much. Okay, cool. Thank you. All right. Well, that was easy. Thanks. You too. 210-308-8867. Uh, and you'll be happy to know, Jerry, uh, that, um, okay, so I've planted about five of the um, poppies Okay. in that area that I was worried about. I was telling them that I mowed the lawn and now I don't see the poppies anymore. But they uh, they are competing. Three of them I can see. They're good. They're coming up. Yeah, they're not the poppy part isn't, but the greeny, the green yeah, weedy the, looking the thing. Green part. Yeah. yeah. So they are fighting. They're fighting the, the that grass. <laughs> and so why did you mow them? Because uh, I didn't remember where they were. Oh. So um, <laughs> yeah. He got the small pop. I gotta be. Uh, yeah, I got, I got the itty bitty ones. I've got these islands all over my two acres where I've. Where I've got poppies that are coming up, and then, of course, oh. the rescue grass is in there, and there's yeah. thistle and things, too. And I and I get on the mower, and I just debate whether I should just shut my eyes and go through there, <laughs> or if I wait another month and enjoy the, let the poppies come up. Yeah, the poppies will get taller after a while. And, uh, the, of course, the larkspur are everywhere. Yeah. So, and we'll do, uh, should be good. and they won't freeze. We'll do blue bonnet reports tomorrow, but um, yeah, the blue, I've seen them around town. The blue bonnets won't freeze. Okay, good. The uh, if the folks uh, in the in the paper, which I forgot in my truck, that <laughs> uh, we I wrote about the uh, event in Floresville today, mm-hmm. and reminded everybody if they wanted to make a uh, day trip down there, you can enjoy, check out those. Uh, oh, the. Uh, the wildflowers on on the way, the verbena, and the flocks. Indian, mm-hmm. Indian, I don't know if Indian paintbrushes. I think Indian I didn't. Paintbrushes I didn't are. notice it, but maybe I didn't know. I might just not have seen it. But the, for the flocks and the yeah, verbena, the looks good. Is nice. Yeah. So how did how did your event show come out uh, over the? Pretty, uh, pretty well. Pretty well. We had. Uh, yeah, we had. Uh, Lots of calls wondering uh, what we were going to do if it rained. <laughs> and we said, well, don't and worry, it, it's not going to rain. Yeah. It's a forecast. <laughs> but it was it was, it was misty. Um, but we had uh, uh, 30 folks. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Last time we had 36. But the, I was thinking the weather was better, but they reminded me it was the same yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of weather. Um, and everybody got a tomato. That's right, they did, and we talked a lot about the the eighty-eight forty-nine HM eighty-eight forty-nine, and uh, the audience was uh, you know it's so nice when you got an audience that's responsive and good gardeners, you know. Oh, good. Got pretty sophisticated questions. Yeah, that's uh, that's always fun to have a audience that actually participating. Yeah, and so we had a had folks from the neighborhood, but lots of them. Uh, from outside, it responded to the uh, Express News article. Good, good. So, yeah. Well, we mentioned it last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I. Uh, Several. At times. least one of them, uh, folks mentioned that that that's where they heard about it. And, oh, okay, good. And they had uh, yeah, got good information. So. Okay, and, damn. And uh, yeah, you're right about the uh, in, uh, the South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show. Sure. Yeah. Though they should have a pretty view down there. What time does it go through? You remember? Till six. Till six. Okay, so plenty of time. Yeah, Elaine, uh, the editor of the 
Wilson County News, and, and she's also editor, of, well, not editor, publisher, I'm sorry, of uh, uh, one of the other newspapers down there. She uh, was real happy with the reception you guys gave her on when she called in. To oh, yeah. Give she, out some information. She did good. Yeah, yeah she did real well. She's got, she just got kind of used to it then, and she was surprised, surprised her I wasn't wasn't there. So, <laughs> so I got this uh, message later. Where are you? Uh, where are you? <laughs> are you in prison or where? I mean, wow. She knows you pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. She would have should have said, are you at the Are you at the tavern, you know? Yeah. And the neat thing about today yeah. in Wilson County is it's not going to it's not going to be windy down there. The winds will come oh. in tomorrow. Yeah. Man, so, we've, we've had windier. Oh, yeah. We've had wind and sand and huh. Karen Dawn down there. But 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. And uh, we got about a couple minutes before we have to go to break. What else you got? Okay. I got, can uh, I, oh, I, go ahead. I've got that. Uh, those of you that are interested in birds and gardening, mm. I'll, uh, I'll be giving that presentation at... Uh, uh, 10 o'clock over there at uh, Well Birds Unlimited. Oh. Uh, next Saturday. Next Saturday. The 9th. That'll be, it's a free program. It'll, uh, That'll be so fun. It's always a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, the, the Martins came. Oh, that's oh. right. The Purple Martins came uh, uh, night before last. Got there about 6.30. <laughs> I'm outside and I heard all these noises. And I said, oh, no, I don't want to have to f- try to get some bird if the house is up. And, uh, but I managed to get uh, two of the most popular houses up that evening. And then the next day, yesterday, I put all the rest of the houses up. So uh, that'll be interesting. I suspect that a lot of San Antonio uh, gardeners... Uh, saw martins it showed up oh good yesterday. well we can do martin reports tomorrow too. yeah we read we read uh in your column last week about the sparrows you you, you said uh leave room for the sparrow mm-hmm. that was nice uh, uh, we, we're making a real breakthrough with that <laughs> we're gonna take a break while we do give us a call 210-308-8867 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Wick, and this is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. is 9.30 a.m. The Answer Service of Salem Media Group. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. This is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Breaking news this hour at townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. He's still going. President Trump seems to be enjoying himself at the podium at the CPAC conference outside of Washington. He's been going on for more than an hour now, often impromptu comments, taking aim at the Democrats on a number of topics, not the least of which is their new Green New Deal. Just this week, more than 100 Democrats in Congress signed up for a socialist takeover of American health care. Their radical government-run plan, if you call it that, would lead to colossal tax increases, increases like you've never seen before. 
And the president is also warning that the plan would do away with transportation as we currently know it. Meanwhile, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says the Democrats' so-called New Green Deal also mandates taxpayer funding for abortion. Just one of the reasons, he says, it would be a losing deal for the country. Talk about a perfect case study in the perils of a federal takeover. Talk about a perfect example of why Washington Democrats should not get the power to twist American health care to suit their own radical views. McConnell says the deal would also force Americans off of any private health care plan, even make it illegal for private companies to offer health insurance. The Trump administration has imposed new sanctions on six high-ranking members of the Venezuelan security forces and revoked the visa of some other officials. Elliot Abrams, the representative for Venezuela, says they're not welcome in this country. Neither are their family members who enjoy a privileged lifestyle at the expense of the liberty and prosperity of millions of Venezuelans. People are cleaning up in Gernsville, California, now that transportation restrictions have been lifted after serious flooding. It's nasty. It's awful. It's dirt. You step on the carpet and dirt just spreads. Speaking to KGO, that's David Youngberg of Gernville. More from townhall.com. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. So as you drive around today, remember where you're seeing those blue bonnets, because tomorrow we'll do blue bonnet okay. uh, reports. Because I've seen them around. I saw some. I should wait. I'm going to wait till tomorrow. I'm not going to tell you today. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. We're, we're roguing our colors. Oh, are you? Uh, Dr. Larry Stein uh, and I, uh, yesterday, we uh, had some extra time, so we we uh, rogued them and weeded them, and uh, uh, they're, they're looking good. Uh, so the, the white that we transplanted, because we need to seed, uh, are doing good. And they have very few, uh, very few uh, uh, culls in them, very oh. few rogues in them. Huh. And uh, of course, uh, I, I I used to use my my volunteers to rogue the white because I said pull everything out that's not white, and they can handle it. Uh huh. Now the ladybird. The Ladybird Johnson Royal Blue. I I can't even. <laughs> I can't even. Uh, I let Doctor Stein do that because he uh, got a good eye for uh, taking out the. Uh, the it's a dark blue. Yeah. Royal Blue. The patch I saw. I don't know if it was because it's overcast or whether they were uh, that variety or a similar variety, but they were dark blue. Yeah. Are the kings the one that you talk about coming up earlier? King blooms, yeah. Are they a little darker than others? Shouldn't be. Okay, they should be the same color. Yeah, because we, uh, the king bloom will be the same color as the rest of the plant. Okay. No, then these were dark blue. These were. 
Uh, I, well, you know, we've had uh, Royal Blue, uh, Lady Bird Johnson Royal Blue on uh, the for sale here. Yeah, so, yeah, so and they could have gotten transplants uh, for several years. Yeah, so I, I furnished the uh, transplant growers uh, uh, the, the the seed. So we got a couple of plantings of that one, and hopefully we'll have some seed off of that. Cool. So uh, you don't have to worry about those freezing. The the plant definitely will not freeze. And uh, I don't I don't think the flower is damaged by cold. They're not especially not the cold we're going. Yeah, in the thirty. Is that Barbara? <laughs> is that Barbara from the Master Gardens? All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world, or what are you concerned about covering during yeah, this? Yeah, if you got any action on the Purple Martins, let us know. Mm-hmm. seems like uh, we went from no action to, in fact, I had conferred with uh, Bill Sveelan, uh mm-hmm. just a week ago, and he said there weren't many reports he, uh, of Martins yet, and then a couple of days later, they're su- they're suddenly they here. show up. Yeah, apparently, they got you know heard they heard Bill talking and said, <laughs> yeah. "Hey, you better get down there." Yeah, we uh, don't, we yeah. don't want anybody uh, uh, taking di- dictating how we behave, you know. So, hey, we got Billy on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. He's got a question for us on the poppies. Hi, Billy. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I just emailed you a picture of my new poppies that are blooming. Oh, the purp are they the purple? Are these the maroon ones or the red ones? Yes. Oh, these are the ones there yeah, that you've had for a lot a while, right? Fifteen or twenty years. Yes. Wow. No. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. come back come back good every year. Oh, look at these! Wow. Here, I'll oh, share them with yeah. the guys, uh, and I'll get you a big, yeah. a big. I can forward them to y'all too. Okay. Yeah, that looks good. You know who else has those, Billy? Uh, Dorothy. Is that right? Yeah, and they're blooming. They're blooming up a storm too. No, mine uh, have just started blooming. I, I planted some at church this year, or quite a ways behind, mm. but they're coming right along. So uh, yeah, I like neat. It. Now, Do you call them? Do you call them for the for the doubles and the reds? Uh, no, I, I just uh, put what what I had. Put the seeds the seeds off of my plants and uh, took them to church and planted them. Okay, but I'm talking about uh, when they bloom. Do you have to see any off colors? They're they're all red. Okay, and they they come back a year after year is all red. Fifteen or twenty years, yes. <laughs> I, I would say that they've stabilized. Yeah, that's it. Uh, seems like a pretty stable uh, testimony. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, Way to go, Billy. Sounds great. Yes. Billy, what, what's your uh, tomato situation? Have you started it at all? Uh, yes, I uh, have eight in gallon containers. Uh, okay. All looking, looking pretty good, except one I have some dead leaves on one. I don't know what happened, but uh, but they, it's the, uh, the rodeo tomato, and I have four of them. So if I lose all one, right. no big good deal. Good for you. What are you going to do on uh, this uh, forecast, this 30-degree? I have a, uh, a, a overhang on my house where I hang a tarp every winter. So okay. So this, this afternoon I'll be bringing them in. 
You put a heat source in there? No, I, I don't. I, I don't figure I'll need one any colder than it's going to get. No, I don't think so. Okay, sounds good. When it's close to the house. No, yeah, Thanks, Billy. In case the weatherman's wrong. Take care. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. 210-308-8867. Margaret called, couldn't stay on the line, but wanted to know what you guys thought about this question. Um, would the coming freeze kill off bed straw weeds? No. No? Some some place. Well, if it got, <laughs> if it got down another four or five degrees, some places it might, but no. you could only wish. <laughs> oh. It would be something to be. You know, you know what it will do, too? It'll... Uh, protect like if it's growing in the the garden or the shrub oh like the oh some of the shrubs are blooming uh low growing shrubs turks cap and things like that it should protect those blooms Uh, that's an excuse i'll use why i don't have it all cleaned (laughs) up yet i left it there so to protect the turks my my neighbor i i I had my lawn mowed so it bed straw is and and grass and everything is, is down but uh uh my neighbor has not mowed and i mean that bed straw is three feet tall i mean you know it's mounting yeah. up on itself it's and I, I know that's making a lot of seed which is going to come over into my yard well it's pa- it's probably poetic justice. Uh, you talking about yeah. the, the leaves? I, I can see Jerry blowing on the leaves and, and uh, go across the yard. Uh, That's the weirdest thing. I never have raked a leaf. Mm. Uh, he doesn't even have a tree, and he gets to. That's weird. Curtis, our buddy Curtis, wrote in, and uh, he used some uh, uh, some weed-free zone. He, he says, I've, I've uh, talked him into the the dark side. <laughs> you know, he used to be an organic. Yeah. Uh, How did it, what was the testimony? He said, uh, he said uh, there are spots, there are spots where oxalis died out hmm. after you used the weed-free zone. And uh, partial kill uh, in probable rescue grass. Yeah. And uh, he, he says that there's a three-inch tall grassy weed that does not seem to die from the weed-free zone. Well, it shouldn't oh. kill any grasses, so... Yeah. Well, the rescue, it works out. But he's it's, describing poa ana. It's got to be. Yeah. Um, well, it could be that... Weed-free zone herbicide also kills poppies, larkspur, rain lilies. And maybe dollarwood weed. You so know, anyway. rescue grass is pretty susceptible because I, I was killing uh, some Cape honeysuckle, in a new bed, with uh, remedy, mm-hmm. and you know what? You, with remedy, you got to make sure every ounce is used. You know, you got to clean it, really clean it out. So I was spraying some weedy areas of rescue grass in it. I took the rescue grass out too. Which uh, surprised yeah. me a little bit, Good. and and we had heard before that uh, weed free zone, weed free zone had done a pretty fair job on, on what we're calling grass. rescue, yeah, yeah. right? Well, Trace is up on the porch with yeah, us. That old Trace, what's going on, Trace? Oh, it's a beautiful day. 
You got to move all these tomatoes in tomorrow? I, I, I will tomorrow. But for now... Put them in the greenhouse. Yep, we've already cleared the room. Okay, good. Yeah, what are your thoughts on the upcoming weather? I hope they're wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. And, and I hope I do a lot of work for no reason. But uh, Okay. But see, there... I, I can't take that kind of chance. No, I don't. Yeah, they're colder. Uh, yeah, y'all are they're colder degrees, here. Yeah. Yeah, I they, gambled. The airport. They call for 30. We're probably seeing 27 or 20. Mm. I gambled last time, and we came out all right. I... I just uh, have this feeling I should not gamble this time. Well, I just remember that November one where it was only supposed to be 28, 29, and it turned out to be 23. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Set a record. That's right. Now, you've got plenty of uh, that frost cloth, right? I do. I've got the prepackaged stuff, 10 by 12, and I still have some of the bulk. Oh, good. In fact, when I it- had somebody buy a whole roll of bulk. Is that I right? Did. I went in to get to check out the popcorn, and uh, there were about six people there at the two cash registers, and uh, three of them had insula- oh, is that insula- right? yeah the material and the packages. Yeah. Uh, so so it was, uh, and we had just finished talking about it, so people were thinking about it for sure. Well, you want to get it on today or at least early tomorrow uh, before that wind starts mm. blowing. It's it's. Not fun to do. Have you got any blankets left? Yes, I do. Okay. A uh, couple sizes. Before the wind starts blowing. So you think yeah. the wind's going to be a problem on everything, not just tomatoes? Oh, yeah. If you're well, all, the, all the new growth that everything's put out is going to get floppy. Mm. Yeah, if you're unfamiliar, the uh, forecast for well, the next few days calls for, like, this evening, 30% chance of showers, a cloudy, low around 53 but then Sunday, 20% chance of showers before noon, high near 61, uh, with wind gusts as high as 25 miles yeah, per hour. Yeah, what time does that start? Uh, it doesn't say. I'll have to see if, the, if it'll give me some times. But then Sunday night, mostly clear with a low around 30 and gusts as high as 25, which means the wind chill is going to be yeah. really cold. Then Monday, sunny, high near only 40, wind gusts as high as 25. And then it's Monday night, cloudy, low around 30. Uh, northeast wind, 10 to 15 miles per hour. Uh, really, it doesn't start warming up uh, significantly until Wednesday and Wednesday evening. And then, so for the, uh, I don't have that many days, but like sun, Monday, Friday is uh, 79. Mm-hmm. And so I'm guessing the presentation by uh, Davey uh, and pruning will be a nice, work well. nice day. Yeah, nice weather. What else is going on, Trace? Um, well, we got the got great selection. Great sale items. Some new oh, sale yeah, there, items. Yeah, there's some neat ones in there. Uh, Whopper begonias being one of them. So this yeah. was the first batch yeah. of those we've been able to get. Speaking of Texas superstars. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the regular begonias and the geraniums. We tried hang- geranium hanging baskets. And oh. They, and they've done very, very well. And those are the Fantasia series. Ooh, good. So uh, they should be able to perform even better once we get to the summer heat. That's a great price on the six-inch geranium, just four eighty-eight. And then the, 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 hanging ba- baskets. the baskets are, Where are, is are this Fantasia. Are two twenty-five. Is that red color over there? That is that what we're looking at? No. No. Uh, the the baskets. You see where Stacy's at? The green sweatshirt closer yeah. to the entrance. Mm-hmm. That's where the baskets oh, yeah. are. At. Okay. Oh, okay. These are are these in uh, 
Those are six inch pots. Six inch pots. Wow. They're four eighty eight. But those are uh, I don't believe they're Fantasias. Yeah, they got, no, okay. they're they're got good bright, bright blooms. Bright colors. Serious yes. blooms in there too. Uh, we, the, I was some, bragging on your cannas. You got a bunch of cannas. Those are nice. Charles got yeah. those out of Florida. Did he? Yep. Okay. They're the different color. They're they're uh, some different colored leaves as yeah. well as blooms. I wonder if they're if they those are the ones that are. Don't they say some are resistant to the canna worm I that know. eats holes in them? I well, have not heard that. I don't, I don't, I don't now know. that we are butterfly conscious, we don't call them uh, leaf rollers anymore. <laughs> we call it there. Well, they got some fancy name now. and uh, I don't know what kind of butterfly that kind of worm makes. Uh, it may come to me. <laughs> uh, I'll look and uh, see. But it's, uh, <clears throat> I want to, well, but uh, yeah, now, now we plant cannas to serve as a as the uh, egg laying site for those particular butterflies my grandmother used to grow cannas all the time in tennessee it's easy easy to and grow. they're tough they're tough plants the, uh, are they dwarfs i believe well, those some are i believe those are some are dwarf and some are they look they look dwarf and they, i just noticed there were a lot of different colors i noticed that yellow skipper that yellow is pretty skipper yeah skipper butterfly Skippers. Larvae uh, skipper of the large brown skipper butterfly. Yeah, the, that yellow is knockout. Did you just see some of those big mountain laurels when you came in that were in blooming? Oh yeah. So uh, mountain laurels are on sale. Too. Yeah, the small ones are on sale for eighteen eighty-eight. But we don't stop there. We've what? got we've got fifteen gallon. We've got some boxes. We've got ball and burlap. We've even got one ball and burlap that is full grown. It's 20 feet tall. So, mm. Wow. Mountain laurel is one of those things you, you buy what you can afford because it grows pretty slow. And uh, we've got all kinds of different sizes available. And that you can plant. Yes. Of course, you, you all will plant them, won't you? We'll plant, we'll plant them, sure. Well, and if you invest in one that, that, uh, that is that large, I think it's useful to invest in having Milberger's planted it too. Because, oh yeah, because they've, they've, they've got a good guarantee, and uh, you can uh, pretty count on it pretty much to to be successful. So. What do you think of those knockout roses? Yeah, you see it. You, you stand I didn't out see from even here. Look over where that wooden arbor is. Oh, okay. The horse. You can see the red. Yeah, picking up. up from the thing. From yeah. Those is there a is there a door for knockout? Yeah. Uh, not that I know of. No. Uh, drift would be the short version wide. of a good one. Okay, because I was, I was looking at our uh, old uh, 12 months of color, mm-hmm. and uh, I <coughs> thought it looked, there was a picture of uh, Belinda's Dream with a small red rose identified as uh, Martha Gonzalez. Yeah, it was Martha Gonzalez, but it was, it was wrong identified. It was identified as... The rose we were just talking oh, about. Oh, metabolism. Because that, yeah. I mean, no. Because that, and Martha Gonzalez Martha. got that little white, kind of white spot in mm-hmm. the too. So just wanted to, yeah, that's what I thought. Well, the, the new rose everybody's talking about is drift roses. Mm-hmm. So we should have a, a few over there now. We'll be getting more in. What's the, what's the, the, what's the call to fame for those? Well, uh, it's also disease resistant, kind of like the knockouts, but grows out more than up. Kind of like the old uh, Monrovia carpet roses, without mm-hmm. the, without the problems that the carpet roses had. Yeah. 
Hey, by the Lots way. Lots of good colors, too. Talking yeah. about the knockout roses, uh, since we're going to, you know, if it's on sale, I'm going to tell you about it. They're on sale in a two-gallon container for sixteen eighty-eight. It's a heck of a rose bush. Beautiful. Full color. They're blooming around town. Looking I saw great. some of your favorite uh, metabolists blooming. We got some seven-gallon metabolists in. And uh, they look pretty nice. You still got Grandma's yellow, or have you sold out? I, I'd have to go check. Okay. Um, I know we brought a, the last of the booking ones in, and so I don't know if I'll be able to get more, but uh, okay, we'll see. It's a good yellow. My article next week is about uh, tough, uh, tough roses, uh, tough modern roses, and old-fashioned roses. Um, so it's so you definitely need to put that drift rose in there. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I didn't put the drift in, but I got all the roses that we normally talk mm-hmm. about. I I mentioned knockout, but it was kind of like knockout seems to be the most popular. But here is some. Here are a whole bunch of other roses you can consider that are in that same league. Yeah, well. yeah. That that might be good to do a when the, article on the drift. When when the rose errands coming? That's it. Uh, March twenty third. Answers to your rose question. That's be the first weekend of the anniversary celebration. I believe so. Yeah. March 23rd, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Speaking of roses. So, yeah, so those are some of the stuff uh, Mill Burgers has uh, going on. Uh, by the way, go to millburgernursery.com for more information on that. Millburgernursery.com. So do we have a... Uh, we, we do, but I can't remember the price. So I, oh, okay. So I, we'll do it later? We'll do it later. Okay, cool. All right. What else is going on? Um, well, we're getting ready for the, the couple couple seminars coming yeah. up. So we've got the, the gentleman from Davies Tree. He did a great job. We've got... Yeah, uh, we interviewed him earlier. And then we've got uh, David coming up for uh, oh, that's spring right. vegetable almost right after that. Yeah. Gosh, you got a lot of... A lot of plants. Uh, the nurse is just uh, stocked up pretty tight. What we got? We're still look, waiting for look. some. There goes a uh, mountain laurel. Mountain laurel and a big old going to somebody's home. It's being adopted. Mm, adopted. Me. Yeah, David speaking on the 16th on your family's spring and vegetable garden. How'd you like to dig that hole, Jerry? Uh, huh? Yeah. The blood drive is also the last weekend of the uh, anniversary celebration. All right, you need a scoot. All right, thank you. All right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. You know, probably every weekend we get a question on how do I prune, you fill in the blank here, tree. Well, if you prune trees correctly, they not only look great, but it's healthy. And if you prune them incorrectly, you greatly reduce that landscape potential, the reason you bought the tree. But you know what? When you've got the right information... You can do the right thing. Well, on March 9th from 1030 to noon, Millburgers is presenting a free seminar called 
How to Prune Trees. It's presented by the folks at Davies Trees, and you're going to learn how to prune properly. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn all the information about this upcoming seminar. That's millburgernursery.com, and you'll learn about it. No RSVP needed. The cost is free, so just come on out and enjoy it. When you go to millburgernursery.com, too, you'll learn about all the great items that are on sale. There's some terrific items on sale this week, all your favorites. So come on out to Millburgers at 1604 and Forty Road, or check them out at millburgernursery.com. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. The largest real estate education event in the country is coming. Mark your calendars. Saturday, April 27th. Join thousands of investors and expert educators. This is not a pitch fest. No slick salespeople or presentations. All sessions are educational and taught by successful investors and industry experts. Pick from topics like single-family rentals, buying apartment communities, becoming a passive investor, raising capital, retirement, asset protection, tax-free income, 1031 exchanges, finding, fixing, and funding your investments, and more. Go to WealthAndPassiveIncomeExpo.com. Use promo code EXPO19 and get in for just $10. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The meeting between President Trump and North Korea dictator Kim Jong-un was probably doomed from the start, given Kim's record of lying about previous agreements to reduce or even give up his nuclear program and his desire to stay in power. Past performance is indicative of future performance. Kim wanted sanctions against his regime lifted first in exchange for doing things he could easily reverse or lie about. Ronald Reagan walked away from his 1986 summit with Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev and Reykjavik, Iceland. The dispute then was also about nuclear missiles. Reagan wanted to keep building his Strategic Defense Initiative, or SDI. Gorbachev thought it would upset the balance of power. Reagan's walkout turned out well. Five years later, the Soviet Union collapsed, thanks in part to its inability to match the U.S. military buildup. Kim Jong-un and his hungry nation will continue as it has for decades. He's not interested in joining the community of nations or in helping his people. The president was right to walk away. One can only hope collapse will follow. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. When I die, I may not go. Attention. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on this Texas Independence Day, playing Texas music. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Warren Remy, Spider-Man, is on the line. We're going to find out. We realized today we hadn't talked to Warren in a while. We'll find out what's bugging people uh, and what Warren is taking care of. You got your hands full, Warren? How you doing, guys? Got a great doing show great. going on today. Thank you, Warren. That's very nice of you. What are you doing? Well, uh, actually, I am on my way to uh, help set up with a fundraiser. Oh, what's the fundraiser? For, uh, yes, sir. The uh, Saltwater Enhancement Association that I'm in. Um, we, uh, we've we got our annual banquet going on this evening, so I'm on my way over there to help finish setting up. What does the Saltwater Enhancement <laughs> Do. He had a very confused look on his face. Yeah, I didn't know. What does the what does the nonprofit do? We um, we have uh, fishing. We teach oh. kids how to fish. Mm-hmm. We uh, the FFA club over here at uh, in Helotus. We we raised money and we donated six kayaks for the uh, FFA and. Uh, got the kids over to uh, Medina Lake and uh, teach youngsters how to how to fish in fresh freshwater fishing. But uh, but we're we're all about uh, coastal uh, conservation mostly. Very interesting. So, how young is young? I didn't hear you. How young is young? I think he's looking is, for. Well, fifty-one work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are uh, these are junior high school kids mostly. You know. You may have aged out, Trace. I, think I did. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Well, uh, can where can just uh, we? I didn't know you were going to talk about this, but that's okay. So, what is it that? Uh, where can people go and find out more information about the organization? Um. It's capital letters S E A S A, Saltwater Enhancement Association S A, San Antonio. S E A S A. Yeah, it's uh, got a real, real uh, great, great bunch of folks. Um, and uh, when we had the hurricane that tore up Rockport and stuff, we took uh, we took three trailer loads of everything that people could want on a daily basis down there to the Rockport area. We, uh, we had a lot of people come across with some, some, uh, some wonderful, uh, things that people needed down there. And Milton, one, one of the biggest surprising things that people requested after we took the first trailer load down there, we came back and, and uh, we were talking and like what what were people asking for more than anything else, and it was peanut butter. Huh? Huh? Yeah, that is interesting. And uh, it was really it was really amazing to find out. But uh, but we have a we have a fishing tournament that we do down there as well, and um, it's a great tournament. I'll I'll show y'all in on that kind of stuff later on in one of the okay. other shows, but. Y'all were talking about raccoons earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and the raccoons, uh, a lot of times when we have uh, flea calls, 
a lot of times it's because the raccoons are roaming around in people's yards, you know. And um, when we trap these raccoons, a lot of times these raccoons have a lot of uh, fleas on them, you know. And um, I noticed last week we have we have 15 live traps that we use for raccoons and skunks and things like that. And um, I looked in the warehouse, and, and uh, we had 13 out of them out on jobs in town. Wow. Well, you've helped us here uh, with the raccoon population at points in the, in the past several years, too. Yeah. Yeah, we, um, matter of fact, there's a church right down on Thousand Oaks, just down the road from where y'all are at, that... Uh, that a family of skunks that got up under the building. Oh no! <laughs> mm. The uh, the uh, administrator of of the church let us know that the parents of the daycare people were rather upset bringing their children <laughs> home smelling like skunks. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> they, they they asked us to uh, whatever we could do to pull out some more uh, tricks out of the out of the uh, bag there. <laughs> get it up in high gear because the parents were a little bit irritated. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, cool. Well, what else is, uh, besides the big animals, what else are, is bugging folks out there? Still uh, still got the ant calls going on, oh. different, uh, different species of ants, uh, the invasive, what we call invasive ants, the ones that uh, were brought in from... Uh, uh, Argentina, we got the Argentine ant, we got the crazy ant that runs crazy and gets up um, up in the the second, third, fourth floor of buildings and attacks computers and attacks oh, the uh, <laughs> gets air, air in the break room. I've had, them, I've had them go after my air conditioner. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, they'll uh, they'll hit those breakers and they'll shut down those uh, AC systems in a heartbeat. Yeah. Huh? Had a had a building right off of I thirty five that uh, they were finding them on the top floor. wasn't finding any ants on the on the bottom. And finding them up on the top floor, and so got with the maintenance man. We went up on the roof, and there was a buildup of leaves up on the on the roof. And the uh, yeah. you know these these ants when they they swarm they fly and they have these mating flights. They fl- they mate in the air. And then they land, and they got into a, a big buildup of leaves up on this roof, and that's where the nest was. We we kicked a bunch of those leaves open like that, and and uh, it was full of eggs and larvae, and and uh, adults getting ready to swarm out. So it's been a very unique, uh, very unique February for us. Yeah, I bet. Well, cool. Well, uh, folks are having problems. This is the man, Warren Remy, uh, with Spider-Man Pest Control. And you can reach Warren uh, by calling Spider-Man. And uh, let me get you the number, 210-656-3721, 210-656-31. Or check him out online at GoSpiderManPest.com. Thanks, Warren. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Have hey, a good bye, time tonight. Warren. Thanks for calling. Uh, all right. 210-308-8867. Did you have a question, sir? I do. Can we ask it on the air? Yes. Okay, here, we'll give you the mic. Hang on, Evelyn, don't go anywhere. Yeah, here you go. What's what's going on? 
Well, we have uh, two Leland Cypress, and last year we lost one due to cankers. Um, so we want to know how to prevent that from happening. What kind of Cypress? A Leland. Leland Cypress. Oh, okay. It was a full-grown one. And uh, we're going to replace it, but, we, we, of course, we were concerned about losing it, the new one and the existing one, the one remaining. So how do we prevent those? I'm not going to say anything positive about Leland Cypress. <laughs> You know, because because we, we there's a lot of we have a lot of problem with Leland Cypress, and uh, problems are okay if you can figure out what's causing them and you can take action. Leland Cypress, I think, uh, we just don't always know. They're you know they're very desirable. They they use them a lot in uh, big projects and military bases and everything, but here in the San Antonio area, they're just really unpredictable. And I I for one have never can quite figure out why they're not performing and uh, you know it'd be great i could say well this is probably what you did that caused it to die but right. they got a mind of their own i don't know trace i think trace thinks more of them than i do do you or? uh well I, I love the plant but i don't know how to answer the problem yeah jerry uh, you got any it is uh who diagnosed that canker uh, it was a um, an, an arborist that we had. Uh, they come and treat our uh, they come and treat our uh, trees and shrubs every quarter. Did so, you see a swelling on the bottom of the of plant or whatever? Uh, did you ever see the canker? So I didn't see the actual cankering, but what I saw was uh, the bark on the in, in the branches of the trees, but mostly on the base of the tree, the bark it was cracking. Okay. Um, which caused the, the branches, of course, to turn brown and so on and so forth. Uh, it affected approximately 60 to 70% of the tree. We ended up having to have, to have the tree uprooted um, after we tried to save it. Okay. So, but uh, that's what we noticed. And then uh, after we did try to save it, uh, we did notice some, um, so some white powder type things on the base mm-hmm. of, the, at the, of the tree. How, how long had it been planted? How many About, years? Um, eight, eight, eight or nine years. So it was a, oh, it was a very oh, tall oh, tree. It was, it, was about, it was about 35, 40 feet high. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, so that, you know, that you got a fair, <clears throat> you did get some life out of that. We, 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 have some, we lose some, like, right after planting quite often. Mm-hmm. I remember Fort Sam when they put them everywhere out there, and uh, we had a little. And you got one more left? Yes, and that's what I'm afraid of. It's a beautiful tree. It real it's it's beautiful. So I'm afraid that one's going to be next. Yeah. For whatever reasons that you know, we don't know yet. That you know, we know the result. Uh, but I'm afraid that was next, and so I don't want to get into this cycle of replacing Leland cypresses every ten years or yeah. whatever, whatever the case may be. I would uh, replace that one that died with something other than Leland cypress. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, thank and, you, and, and hope for the best for the one that's still living. Uh, uh, how how tall is your Leland? It's about thirty-five to forty oh, feet okay. tall. Okay, I was thinking that uh, the, the variety that you you sold as the Christmas tree um, juniper that 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 is more reliable, but it doesn't get that big. Um, I don't know what would be what would be a choice for thirty-five foot. The problem is you'd you'd start with a 
eight foot Leland, and yes. by the time it got thirty five feet, yes, yes, ten years later, eight to ten years later, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it? I mean, is it a? Is it a pair? Is it the, the two of them required to be together to? No, it's just a balancing of the of the yard yeah. of the landscape. One is in the left corner, and the other one was in the right corner. Uh-huh. So. I think we can probably yeah, re- replace it with something else change, in the right corner. Change the pattern or something. What, yeah. what, what are some, some of the top junipers? Blue Point. Uh, I was thinking Arizona Cypress might be an option. There's, they're wider, though, but they're, they're really reliable. Uh, um, the Arizona Cypress, mm-hmm. very yeah. reliable. Yeah, there's a there's several of those back behind the greenhouse. Okay. Uh, yeah. What else? Uh, how big? How lo- large does that juniper get? Uh, the biggest I've seen is about ten feet, but I imagine it could get somewhat bigger. Yeah. And there are plenty of junipers that would get larger, but um, the, the most reliable one is the blue point. Yeah, that blue point is the blue you, point. Right, uh, it's, okay. uh, it's not getting anywhere near what you what your. Have you got you got some of those back there? Uh, there's blue. Well, they're scattered all over the place. The topiary ones are all up here, and there are some uh, back behind the greenhouse as well. Okay. Kind of look at that. See if you could. Imagine a, a different growth yes. pattern there. Yes. Take advantage and enjoy the 35-foot Leyland, but yes. have yeah. something with it that we expect okay. to live and live and live. Okay. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate okay. your thank time. You for thank you for coming in. Thank you for taking my question. Thank you, Brad. Good cool. luck. All right. Uh, Evelyn is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on, Evelyn? Hello. Hi, thanks for waiting. How can we help you? I just want to report that I have lots of um, poppies blooming in the garden, which I'm going to have to chop out if I want to plant a garden. And then I have a nice patch of blue bonnets also on the other side of the garden. There you go. Oh, wow. Are Uh, they they the red poppies? Yeah. Yes. The red poppies. Gosh, they're so pretty. Yeah, they're so pretty. What, 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 What is that garden? What? To use that for, well, how long more will uh, a month? The poppies will last a month, huh? I know that's what I'm saying. I hate to pull them out, but if I want a garden, I'm going to have to pull some of them out. Yeah, it's always tough. Where did where did you get those poppies? Where did I get the poppies? Yeah, I got them from my mother. Uh, that's those. Uh, let's see what they call them. Uh, okay. I can't think of the name now. So they're they're heirloom poppies, so to speak. So you're going to pull those wonderful poppies out in favor of uh, green beans <laughs> and yeah, okra, tomatoes, okra and tomatoes. tomatoes. So, so my answer is start your tomatoes in pots. <laughs> start if everything I ever in pots. If I get to the nursery now, I've got a problem of getting to the nursery, so I'm missing out on a lot of stuff. And then I wanted yeah. to ask about the drift uh, roses. Are they new, or seems like I haven't heard about them? They started becoming popular about two years ago, uh, uh-huh. and uh, when knockouts started, they, they started taking knockouts out of uh, a lot of the landscape architects' plans and dr- putting in drift roses instead. Do they get very tall? Or they just stay no, small, or it is short and wide, okay. and, and lots of colors. Yeah, quite a few colors to choose from. I remember having at least six or seven different yeah, varieties. Yeah, we ordered them for a South Texas Home Garden Show last year. So we do have a handful of them now if you want to 
if you want to come and look at them. But we'll have a full selection in a few and weeks. And the claim, the fame, uh, them is that they're just as tough as the other roses yep. we've been talking about. That's right. And long bloom period. Yes, definitely. Okay. Well, how short? How short do they stay? I've never seen one above eighteen inches, but I imagine it could get bigger. Okay. I'd like to come see them. I just got get my son-in-law going to get some plants, some tomato there plants, you go. whatever. Well, give give me a couple one. of give me a couple of weeks, and I'll have a, a good color selection for you. Okay, I've got one head of cabbage left, and and let's see some lettuce, and that's it. That's all I have left in my garden right now until I start planting again. Yeah, is that Crawford lettuce? Yes, it is. There you go. It came back, didn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Evelyn. Uh-huh. You take care. All right, let's talk Bye, to Evelyn. Carol real quick and before we go to break. Hi, Carol. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hi, good. Thank you. What's going on? Thanks for waiting. Okay, I've got uh, Dutch iris blooming. Is that a little early? And my mountain laurel is in full bloom. Now, the cemetery iris are blooming all over town. Uh, is it the white ones or the no, blue? This is the, no, these have very slender parts. Okay. And there's some yellow. Some of the yellow ones that uh, are the ones that are some of the varieties have a spring bloom and a fall bloom. Mm-hmm. And I think this, this weather has confused them a little bit. So no, I'll, I'll bet, these are... Yeah. These, I don't think you understand what I'm... I'm pretty sure they're Dutch iris, but I'm... The Dutch iris would be a bulb. It's an iris that like has onion. very slender parts. And, we carry uh, the bulb. Probably not. We, we carry the bulbs uh, in the fall sometimes. That, the, the I've had them so long, the I Dutch don't iris are the, are the same as the cemetery iris, only they're later. I've had these so long, the, 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 I don't the tall, even remember when ones I planted are the, them. Bison, uh, by, uh, what, co- what did you say what color of the flower? They're purple or blue. Somewhere in between there. Yeah. And they have very slender parts. You know, the ones that go upward are very slender, and those that come down are very slender. But it is an iris. Yeah, but... I would guess it's not a Dutch iris, but we'll have to see what some of our uh, listeners think. That slender, I want to say Byzantium, Byzantium, Byzantium iris. Yeah. yeah, but uh, but I don't know. But I I think I iris are kind of, of unpredictable the, sometimes. I looked on iris, the on the internet. I don't see any pictures of them. So uh, yeah. Because I always think of Dutch iris as being the broad ones with the the flat fan-like leaves mm-hmm. and the big the bigger flower, the yellows and the purples. So and, I, I always thought and these have very iris. slender leaves too. Uh, I thought they were the same. They're uh, very d- slender leaves a, and blooms. Yeah, so it's a bulb, but it looks more like an onion than it does right a flag like a. Bearded it's a bulb iris, rather yeah. than a rhizome. Yeah, well, it looks like an onion. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know what oh. you're talking about. We have some, I'm looking on the internet, and so, yeah, we have some blooming, too. So just, just look for Dutch iris online. Is that what they They're purplish blue with a yellow um, splash uh-huh. on them. Yes. Yeah. And they're cer- and these, these that Milton is showing are certainly slender, too, so maybe that's, maybe there is a distinction between Dutch and German iris. 
Sounds like true. Oh, yes, the German iris have the broad uh, petals in the bloom. These have very slender, very narrow. I always uh, just called those Dutch iris, too. Hmm. Hmm. It looks like these are completely different. But did we answer your question, Carol? Well, it's a little early for... uh, Isn't it a little early for uh, mountain wall to be blooming? Every year is different, and all's weather weather related. Yeah, they're blooming all around town. So yeah. you know, we've had them scattered blooms here and there for almost a month now here, yeah. but yet the one at my house is just now starting. And I think um, Mark Peterson, who was here on last week, I asked him, and he said this would have been normally the week that that you would have begun to see them in full bloom. So yeah, but oh. they're blooming all around town. So if yours are blooming okay. now, they're. Right on schedule. Yeah. Uh, Calvin. Like their brothers and sisters. Calvin, I have uh, lesser goldfinches, and they are a sight to see. They are beautiful. They're they're, black on top and yellow underneath. And they seem to be in big flocks this year, don't they? No, waxwings maybe. Waxwings would do that. Uh, Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, the waxwings are there. But all, and also the American goldfinches are. Yeah, uh, I have that the, one too. Uh, a lot of them this year. Yeah, they're feeding on a thistle sock. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. the only thing pretty much they go to. They have yeah. started coming down to the the seed uh, the feeder, but uh, mostly they like that seed sock. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. This has been a wonderful year for uh, birds. Carol, we got to run to a break, okay? Okay, thank you very much. Okay, thank you. We'll talk to you later. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas right here on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. You know, probably every weekend we get a question on how do I prune, you fill in the blank here, tree. Well, If you prune trees correctly, they not only look great, but it's healthy. And if you prune them incorrectly, you greatly reduce that landscape potential, the reason you bought the tree. But you know what? When you've got the right information, you can do the right thing. Well, on March 9th from 1030 to noon, Millburgers is presenting a free seminar called How to Prune Trees. It's presented by the folks at Davies Trees, and you're going to learn how to prune properly. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn all the information about this upcoming seminar. That's millburgernursery.com, and you'll learn about it. No RSVP needed. The cost is free, so just come on out and enjoy it. When you go to millburgernursery.com, too, you'll learn about all the great items that are on sale. There's some terrific items on sale this week, all your favorites. So come on out to Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road, or check them out at millburgernursery.com. Carol Zornio, we talk a lot about caregiving on Caregiver SOS on air, but what is it? Caregiving is caring for a family member, a friend, a loved one, someone who's in your life that needs help with bathing, dressing, buying groceries, medical appointments. Caregiver SOS on air has information from people who have been caregivers, who work with caregivers. It can be book authors, scientists. Caregiver SOS on air, Sundays at 6 p.m. on 930 a.m., The Answer. 
Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Make 2019 the year you go to the Holy Land. Get complete details and sign up for Stand with Israel 2019 at 930amtheanswer.com. That's 930amtheanswer.com. Zachary Middle School was not built by the man it's named after, but the man built a lot. The San Antonio story of H.B. Zachary after this. Hi, I'm Shirley Smith, co-owner of Countywide Service Company. For a limited time, we're offering a free comfort evaluation. Countywide has partnered with Day and Night to provide the most reliable AC and heating service with constant comfort in Bear County. Whether a service call, system installation, or maintenance, Countywide and Day and Night are there for you. Receive a 20% discount on any option we recommend. Call Countywide Service at 210-732-9772. License. TACLA 28066E. Born in Uvalde, Henry Bartell Zachary is known for building part of the Alaskan Pipeline, the upper decks of Kyle Field, and for the modular Hilton Palacio del Rio completed in record time for the 1968 World's Fair. It's appropriate a school was named after H.B. Pat Zachary because he secretly gave away millions of dollars in scholarships. I'm Sonny Melendrez. Hello, friends in SAT. You need to call OMG. OMG Kitchen and Bath. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, and OMG's full-time creative designers and staff will make you so proud of your newly remodeled kitchen and bath. See what I mean at omgkitchenbath.com or stop in the OMG showroom on Nakoma. FYI, OMG is A-rated with the BBB and Angie's List. But call OMG ASAP, 210-535-1000. That's 210-535-1000, omgkitchenbath.com. Stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas, the prairie sky is wide and high. Deep in the heart of Texas. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer: 210308. 8867-210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So, yes. Are you ready? I am. All right. It's time for the, the plant, plant of, of the, the weekend. weekend. All right. So this is a, a perennial. And... Um, it's actually quite sought after during the summer when it's very hard to find. It's a Jerusalem sage. So it's got kind of a dusty miller look to the foliage. It's kind of a whitish gray. Right. And it has these uh, yellow flowers that come off to the sides. And, and it continues to keep getting taller and putting on more of the stem and then another set of blooms. Great perennial. Uh, deer resistant. Calvin was saying it's a butterfly attractor. And uh, I think it's a, a, a wonderful addition to anybody's perennial garden. 
These are in five gallon cans, and they are thirty four ninety nine. All right. And uh, again, looking for it now. It's much easier than once we get to the summer when everybody's looking for them and they're hard to find. Very cool. Yeah, it's drought tolerant. I think it's really it's drought tolerant. Definitely drought tolerant. Definitely deer resistant. And uh, Calvin, you were talking about butterflies, right? Yeah, yeah. They're they. Uh, I don't remember what species that nest on them, but of course they're the the nectar too they produce. I always envision them in a in a cluster on a dry kind of a hill. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they you know kind of fill them to fill the space. Got the blooms. Pretty invincible. Mm-hmm. You don't. Uh, yeah, I see it in a lot of uh, dry, you know, that's not irrigated uh, beds. Yeah. And it gets big. It gets it can, fairly big. Yeah, it can get. It can get big. And uh, how tall do you think they get? I, I've seen them four feet. Yeah, I've seen them too, me wow. too. And they bloom all the way to the top. Now, it's turning around. Do they they bloom through the winter, or they drop their leaves? Well, we normally perennial, so it would yeah. normally die down and then yeah, come, come back, back out again. Yeah, yeah. they they are quite interesting too. People might want to uh, go on the computer and uh, look them up. Or do we have anything on plant answers? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. But All I'm right, sure so how much are they again? The thirty-four ninety-nine for the nice, big, pretty blooming ones, and we do have a handful in one-gallon cans. So if you want to start with something smaller, we can we can get that too. Oh, good. Okay. Okay, that's good. They grow. They grow pretty fast. Oh uh, yeah. When it's hot. Oh yeah. When when it's cool yeah. like this, they're not going to do a whole lot, but uh, they could definitely get the roots in the ground and going with no problem. Okay, so uh, if you're interested in one and you can make it out today, great. Uh, if not, you can call the nursery at 210-497-3760. Yeah, 210-497-3760. Yes. 210-497-3760. So the tomato that we were talking about last week, uh, um, we sold out of it, and but we have some more. We sold out of it last weekend, but we've got some more in now, I think, right? Uh, oh, I thought the hanging basket said oh, yes, yes. the, the yeah. tomato. Yeah, we got some t- some more tumbling toms. And uh, I think one other variety in a basket as well. Oh, okay. And the tumbling toms, what was special about them? Uh, well, it's one of the few tomatoes that you can grow downward. So you can hang it, and it will uh, it will produce in a smaller container than Now, did most Jerry tomatoes. name that, or is that this, the, no. the producer? Does he know anybody, no. does he know anybody by the name of Tom? <laughs> um, tumbling toms, huh? So... Uh, to me, you know, people that are limited in space and they can, got a sunny area where they can hang one, they can still be successful growing a tomato plant, uh, even if they don't have the ground to do it in. Very cool. All righty. Then uh, those who are here at the nursery, too, and you can get one uh, by coming by or calling. Two, well, we're going to say goodbye for today, but thanks to uh, Al back at the station doing a great job. And on behalf of the docs, thanks to you for listening. And we'll talk to Trace tomorrow, find out what's coming in. We'll tell you more about what's going on at the nursery. We'll talk more about the weather probably tomorrow, too. Probably we'll see, so. see how the forecast uh, yeah, holds up. All right. We'll talk to you then. See you tomorrow on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer.
General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.